Hey guys, welcome back to the Moto Academy podcast, the number one podcast in motocross. If you enjoy listening and want to watch full episodes, you can enjoy them inside the Moto Academy app. Try your first month free by using code MOTOFREE at club.themotoacademy.com and experience the world's best online motocross community and training platform. Again, that's code MOTOFREE at club.themotoacademy.com. See you guys inside the app. Well, hello. Albert here, featuring Grant, and oh, well. also featuring, hang on a second, have you been on a podcast before? I'm new here. <laughs> wow. We're Coach here. Mitchell, a.k.a. Minnesota Mitch, a.k.a. Mitch Motos, a.k.a. Coach, no, you already said that. Any other nicknames? I don't think so. Not yet. I think the that's head all. coach. The He's head the head coach, coach of Zimoto Academy. Yep. And also, uh, Grant, I just want to tell you right now that somebody filed a complaint inside of the Moto Academy app Is this? that I did you a disservice on our last podcast. Oh no, I didn't. Yeah. What'd you do? So I made an oopsie daisy. I wasn't strategic. Didn't really like explain barely even who you were apparently. I'm just the, the film guy. I thought you were <laughs> just going somewhere everybody else. knew. I, <laughs> That's what I do. I like get you guys involved in the content. And I guess there have been multiple people that have said this, like where <laughs> he also goes, for example, who like who's Matt Flood? And <laughs> I go, just, oh, that's a good point. You know, people just appear and then yeah. become a part of the content. And so, I guess get, it gets lost in translation that yeah. I, I don't intro anybody. True. Yeah. Um, Although I tried to intro you a little bit in the podcast, I, I think, right? I think you did a little bit, the film guy. We've known each other for, I've probably known you the longest out of everybody on the team now. Yeah. It, what year did you, you, did I meet you at a class originally? 80K. 80K. I remember I like just 2017 got. 2017 probably? It was yeah, a while ago. It was, I, I didn't even have my driver's license because I remember I used to come with my dad and I like just got a camera and it was when you like, you didn't have a bike at all and you, it was that teal Husqvarna. You remember that like yeah. black and teal? Yep. And I was like, take my bike and do a moto. And I took a bunch of photos. And I, so I had gear with me? Yeah. Because yeah. the very early days, somebody actually asked me like the progression of, hey, when did you realize that you didn't really need a bike at these classes? Mm -hmm. And I was like, well, actually, the first stage of me doing these classes was me showing up without gear. Wow. Thinking <laughs> that I didn't need to demonstrate, which is how a lot of people teach. A lot right? of trainers do that, yeah. But what I found is that I would just then steal somebody's helmet and goggles or not goggles and then just ride in my shorts and t-shirt and i would wear nike starts with a roche roche oh yeah remember the roches when I, everybody wore those i think most dangerous riding shoe you could ever yeah you're just a bad example honestly i right. think the I first class you might have done the class in like shorts and tennis shoes but had gear with you but didn't change into it for some reason that kind of like rings a bell yeah because that was early days yeah before i realized that Definitely demonstrating is important. Yeah, that was still like. Did you? F <coughs> Whoa. Oh, God. Whoa. Whoa. We almost lost AJ <laughs> on, oh, on the set. Did you, uh, you were flying already back then, right? Uh, yeah, just kind of getting into it. Like just just had soloed and didn't, didn't have my license yet. Yeah, because I started flying when I was like 15. Because you had been talking about trying to get me in the plane forever. Yeah. Still hasn't happened. You're just always too But now at least I busy. got into it. Yeah, yeah. You're just always so busy. Wait, Grant, you fly on your own? Yeah. You have my pilot's license. Yeah. I didn't know. I, just, you didn't know I knew you guys flew, but I didn't, I didn't know you took yeah, it on your own. he goes up by himself. He's yeah. the real deal. That's scary. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it is. <laughs> That's scary. Yeah. The only, Was it scary? 
Um, no, the first, the first solo was a little, like, a little shaky just because you're, not even shaky, it was just, like, I had a moment where it's, like, it's up to you to land the plane again. Yeah. But, um, then you kind of come around on bass and final and it's, like, you've done it a million times, so you're, you're fine with it. But the only, only time I've actually ever been scared is, uh, hopefully the FAA is not listening as I was VFR and the conditions were deteriorating quick. Come, I dropped a friend off at an airport and, uh. It's all mountains up there and like the clouds were lower than the mountains so i was kind of like just scud running it was pretty sketchy but i was like fully confident it was just could not could you see really it all legal. out the window yeah enough like yeah it was yikes it was, it was a little sketchy what, it, what's um what do you do can you not go higher um if if i was really in trouble i could i could go higher but i'd be i'm not ifr rated which means i'm not allowed to fly in the clouds so i would have kind of been breaking the rules but if it was that or crash into a mountain and die like i've flown yeah. enough ifr to where i could climb up into the clouds and shoot an approach into the airport but i didn't want to do that because that would have been illegal um so i was just i just stayed low and like i've flown those mountains so many times i knew where i was but it was that wasn't what was scaring me it was how fast it was getting worse which is what was scaring me yeah. so i was just trying to like race back to the airport which isn't always smart there's but so I, many things I, I get that stuff scares me i yeah. uh i had the same flight instructor for all of it except for once i went up with this guy that goes he was like ex-military and now he flies they like shoot or hunt pigs oh wild boars yeah that's a cool. helicopter yeah yeah like so that. he does some pretty high level like kind of dangerous flying i mm -hmm. think and this dude was just making me do everything all at once, like forcing me to do everything all at once. And then every once in a while, he would just grab the controls and be like, man, like, <laughs> like fly the plane, fly this thing. Yeah. And then he just take the rudders and just like show yeah. me how you can fly the thing. And I'm like, holy. But he was telling me a story about how he was flying at night and everything went out. And because he was telling me the importance of he always wears a lanyard and on that lanyard is a little flashlight. Red light, yep. And he was telling me the the, the importance of having that mm -hmm. flashlight. Yeah. Because he's like, uh, it, it, everything went dark. All the controls went dark. And if I hadn't had that with me, I would have been dead. Would have been, yeah, That's not good. That's crazy. Yeah. There, if, you're, if you're prepared, a lot of stuff in planes is pretty redundant. So there's backups to stuff. But um I mean, like little planes, like we fly, you don't need much to keep them flying. Like all the instruments like could, could go out. All you really need is the engine to keep running and your primary flight controls to work. But like I've lost my flaps before. It was just, there's like a little, um, like an electric, like micro switch that just went bad. So I didn't have any flaps, but not, none of that stuff's really a problem. Yeah. Cause you learned to land with no flaps, yeah. right? Yeah. And a lot of stuff. Yeah. You practice for, for stuff like that. Um, and what do the flaps do? They, they're like the things on the back of the wings that come down and mm -hmm. it basically makes it a slow flight. Yeah, okay. it makes your plane fly slower before the wing loses lift. So it helps for landing and takeoff. Um, so like when you come in for landing, it's been so it's been over a year now, so I forget everything. Oh, but yeah. I'm pretty sure on when you're coming opposite of the runway on your downwind, downwind. when you're beam your landing point. Yep. Mm -hmm. <laughs> at, at, at a certain point, I forget which you go to your first set of flaps. Yep. Is it when you're in downwind? When yeah, on downwind when you're a beam, you're so when your landing points like right off your yeah, that's yep. when you go first set of flaps. Yeah, usually. Yep. Then you go perpendicular. Your base. Your base. base. Turn. Oh, yep. Yeah. 
that's when you go next set of flaps. Yep. And at, like there's, so you're kind of going through your checklist. So you, you go set of flaps and then you're basically looking for a, a speed and a height. Yeah. Right? So yep. there's target ranges for everything. Yeah. Yes. And like so it off. It's, it's complicated, but at that point in flight, your airspeed, you're pitching the, the nose for airspeed. So if you're, if you're slow, you're pitching the nose down which it doesn't make sense. You'd think you'd give it more gas, but right. your, your throttle is your altitude control. So if you're low, you'll give it more gas. It's like you're, you're flying a little bit backwards. It's but. a little weird. And then when you turn <laughs> on to final, final, mm -hmm. right? That's yep. when you go- Third notch. Finally, last set of flaps. Yep. And then, yeah, like you'd be coming in and I just, the throttle is like this little nub. <laughs> <laughs> and so I'd be coming in and you just, uh, you're looking at your spot. Mm -hmm. Don't know what that's called. And the idea point. is you try to keep it in the center of your windshield. If it if that spot comes up in your windshield, that means you're dropping too low. And if yep. it goes too low in your windshield, that means you're up too high. Okay. So it's like you're just modulating, your <laughs> messing with the doing throttle. this. Yep. You're yeah. trying not to do much else. Well, although you're doing a lot of rudder just to keep on center line, which can be pretty difficult. Yeah. Well, why is the throttle? <laughs> why is the, uh, I don't know. It's very it little, it's very yeah. annoying when you're not used to it. Yeah. I would get confused. I would panic and then I. <laughs> I would pull it thinking that that made sense to go faster, uh -huh. but that's cutting power. Yeah, yeah. Uh -huh. yeah. So you got to push it in and give yourself power, pull it. Yeah. Interesting. The, the Cessnas are like a, like a knob basically. So you push it in for power and pull it out. And then the, the um, Pipers are like a column control, kind of okay. like a shifter almost. It yeah. looks like. Mm. Uh, to but, me, that makes yeah. more sense. This like the at big first, it would stuff? just. I yeah, but a smaller version of that. Um, you have foot controls? Those the are, foot controls are your rudder. So like I think of it, and I don't know if this is a backwards way of thinking it, of like right rudder collects the rear. All the, or you could think of it as it steers you right. Mm -hmm. I would always think of it collecting the rear. Yeah. That's, but they I, never explained it to me that way. It's just that's how I pictured it in my head. Left rudder collects mm -hmm. the rear. I, I don't even know way? how I think. No, it's not a bad way. I just... I don't know, even if I think about it a certain way, I just know what it does. But, but by the, the way that the propeller rotates. Mm -hmm. Do you know what that's called? No. Oh, there's multiple, it's like, it's, that's called P factor. So it makes it so that you, if you go straight, you have to apply right rudder. So when you go to take off, mm -hmm. you are on the right rudder the whole time. Mm -hmm. Okay, and otherwise it would just veer off one way? The, yeah, the torque of the engine spinning. Yeah, that makes sense, And yeah. also the way, so the propeller twisting creates like this slipstream around the plane and it comes around the plane and it'll press on, it presses on the left, the left wing, so it wants to turn it left. So that's another mm -hmm. reason why you need right rudder. Interesting. Um, so I would always take off and then go to look back at the runway and I'd be way <laughs> off to the left just every drifting. single time. Yeah, yeah. That's, a, that's a skill. You, so when, when you're on your check ride, you got to fly a rectangular pattern. So yeah. if you're like way off, they'll, they'll dock you for that. Um, it's, it's tricky. There's it's a, fun. There's, it's fun. Yeah, there's a lot but of stuff to it. Oh my God. What was that? What was, that was the magnet. Oh, oh the mic magnet. You, uh, you started recording on yours, right? Yeah, it's recording. Okay, good. Yeah, that would good. suck. <laughs> We're just talking about planes. <laughs> <laughs> it no, it's recording. Oh. You off there? Wait, what? Your mic's recording? What like his recording? external, his yeah. his mic's externally recording. Oh, okay. Otherwise, he'd be just silent over there. Yeah. Uh, okay, so um, you guys now know enough about Grant. Yeah. <laughs> the, what we, about Grant? we learned we learned that the film guy flies planes and nothing about how he films. Um, that's, I don't know, that's about it. 
We, uh, we're going to go live in the app here in a second, in the Moto Academy app. We'll let them ask questions. some questions. Yeah. Um, but we should intro Mitchell, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't bit. been on one of these before, so. Yeah. yeah like no one knows. They got how we met. I fly planes. Flies um, planes. He lives in New York. Yeah, I knew Cam growing up. So then I, I, yeah, no. vaguely, because we, we were at the track here and there with each other. Um, oh, socks are wet. And actually, oh, this, this could be a good story. So like how I first really started working with you, I guess. So like we kind of knew each other a little bit, like kept in touch. And then I knew Cam and I saw that he was working with you and I like slid up or like, Forgot about this. like DM'd him or whatever. And I was like, oh, that's cool. Like, like, how'd you, how'd that happen? Whatever. And he told me. And then I was like, oh, like, nice. Kind of, we had a conversation. I was kind of getting into cameras, and he was like, all right. And then uh, one time he just kind of, like, hit me up, and he's like, hey, we need an extra camera at this shoot. Like, do you want to come shoot? It was the Hot Rod three-bike shoot. Right. I thought you were going to talk about Atlanta, which we that should was, talk about that after, was after too. Yeah, okay. That was after, so, yeah. That was later on. Um, but, yeah, that was the first shoot that I, like, came. And I'm pretty sure I showed up, and you're like, oh, I remember this guy because like I don't think you knew who I was at first you I was just like someone coming to help right. with Cam right and then you're and like, I, I I remembered exactly who you were when I saw you yeah like Cam didn't I don't think he even said a name I, I don't even said. know if he knew that we really knew each other um <laughs> but yeah I just showed up and you're like oh it's <laughs> like yeah yeah did you ever watch that video the hot rod video yeah I did okay yeah. I, I showed I it think, to yeah, you yeah you showed me it so yeah he was there for that and I did the you shot the all the behind the scenes which I want to go back and watch oh. at some point because it's good I still laugh at when we were trying we were trying to get some good audio for when you were jumping the pool yeah and and I had to summon my spirit yeah animals. yeah and Tony Cat just comes out with the with the weed whacker and he's just Mowing, go, mowing the lawn. And we actually did like a quiet, we did like, okay, quiet on set. Like, cause there's people, there was people watching. Right. I don't know. Like, like just local neighbors, like neighbors <laughs> showing up. Like, so what's this dirt? Like, I got quiet on set and I go to just start. And all of a sudden my dad appears in a cutoff moto jersey into a tank top and just rip starts <laughs> yeah. a weed whacker and starts weed whacking. And we're just like, are you freaking kidding me? <laughs> that was planned. It was not be in the show. No, it, well, it wasn't like scripted or nothing. And then you and Mikey are like, Dad, seriously, like, quiet down. <laughs> <laughs> we hilarious. need to, that we need to cue Jackson in on. But that's a great, we should definitely Instagram clip some of that stuff. Yeah, I mean, true. Oh, from that classic. behind the scenes video alone, there's probably so many cool little Instagram yeah. clips that we yeah. never really came to the surface. Relics from back in the day. Oh, yeah. That was hilarious. Okay, so that was your first, was that two days of shooting? Yep, yep, because I, I drove down on like a Friday night, shot Saturday and Sunday, and then drove home Sunday night. And and that was fun, because yeah. that had a whole script and storyline to it. Like, we started at my dad's house. Is that where we started? Yes. Yeah. Yes. And I jumped the, the pool. pool. Even though, like, the video, that wasn't the first shot, but that's what we did shoot okay. first, yeah. Then, did we do all of the rest at Winchester? Yes, yeah, because we did the pit bike at Winchester. Yep. And Jump then, in the ramp, and then I did the firework shot to end it. Yeah. Oh, that was sick. Yeah. Yeah, it all came out great, Yeah. actually. That all came that together really, fun, really well. There was so shoot. much thought that went into that whole thing. Yeah. And then, so, that happened. Yep. And yep. then a year or two goes by. Yeah. How long was it after that that you then came and shot? Yeah, so that was probably the summer. And then that winter goes by, Supercross season. And then a year from that Supercross season, yeah. I think I shot Atlanta. Or no, no, I went and shot the master class with, Coach, or with Evan. Yep. That was Bef before Atlanta. Okay. 
that might have. Yeah, I forgot about all this. Yeah, that was so that the strength was and conditioning masterclass that still lives in the app. Yep. I think. Yep. I was so scared because like I didn't have Cam with me, and I before that I'd shot like one minute Instagram edits at the track, and I was like, man, I don't know how to make sure I have good audio. Like I was so scared to do that. What did you use for audio? Mics or? or the, uh... um, I had a shotgun mic on like a cable that I kind of like put as close to them as I could without it being in the shot because it was like all and that's I had. What you used? Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. I mean, it ended up working great. It looked and sounded great. I thought. Yeah. It. It. I. I thought it was pretty good. Um. But yeah, that was. That and then was Atlanta, which Atlanta, crazy. I was on the two stroke that year, right? Yeah, with Stank Dog. That was the first. That was epic. That was the first time Driver Jamie ever worked for you. I remember he yeah, just showed up and slept in the recliner at night. He's like, he just drove the van from wherever. And it's like, hey, nice to meet you. And he's like, just immediately super nice. And, and wow, I forgot that that was driver James' first had, ever race. Do you remember the hotel room? There's been so much that's happened. And that wasn't that long ago. No, it feels like an eternity. It feels like years ago. ago. Do you remember that hotel room though? It was me and you <laughs> in a bed, Dan and Nemo in a bed <laughs> and Jamie in the recliner, just Posted up all night, just really? sleeping in the recliner. <laughs> no, happy to be there. <laughs> yeah. Like the recliner from the van? No, like like just in the, the hotel? hotel recliner and ottoman setup. Oh, just... Shout out driver Jamie. No, I don't remember that. Yeah, you, oh you had a mental breakdown the next day. It was pouring rain. And I had a mental breakdown? Not a mental breakdown, but you were close to packing it in and going home. Oh yeah, because I didn't think it was even worth riding. And you ended up making now. the mains. Yeah. Was it muddy? Like, oh, was it a muddy yeah. shot? Yeah, so... It was like the mud race from last weekend. Like, by the mains, it kind of came around. Really? Yep. But it was an east-west shootout. And so the way the east-west shootouts work, this was at Atlanta, the Speedway version, so it's outside. Okay, yeah. And it, I'm on a 125 two-stroke, KTM 125 two-stroke. And for the shootouts, you have to qualify top 20 at a time qualifying, and it puts you yes. straight into your main event. Mm. And <laughs> so... It starts pouring out. I'm like, what? I'm on a 125 two-stroke. Like, am I gonna blow this thing up and ruin it? And for not, like, I was like, we might as well not even do it. Yeah, yeah. And then All I end morning. up doing it, and I qualify 20th. And Max Voland, who was factory KTM, yes, qualified man. 21st. You bumped wow. him out. I bumped him out on a 125 two-stroke. Ended up making the main, and because it, the whole idea, we had hyped up the whole thing, and it was supposed to be like a me versus Thank Dog, mm -hmm. right? And then we figured out it was a shootout. Shootout essentially and, and he made it from the opposite coast and too. in my head i'm like oh you know what neither of us are ever going to make this main event right. like, we're not going to race each other yeah and he ended up making it in so then how it works is you go to your main event if you don't make top nine in your main event which no shot then you go to the lcq where it combines both coasts so that was then my head-to-head -head okay. versus stank dog and what we did is i think we let everybody go pretty much and yeah. then we just put on a like just a jumping side by side freestyle like knack, the crowd knack, was going lips. pretty oh, nuts sick and then sweet. do you remember you guys i think you both made it on tv with your burnout yeah or you yeah, might have been as soon as the camera got to me i was revved out in my gear and i didn't know how to do a burnout and shift and i couldn't touch so i ended up tipping yeah, over you fell over yeah <laughs> oh that was crazy that was such a crazy weekend that he hit the turkey too with the van remember and he he driver yeah, he jamie no no. Oh uh, no, Stank, Stank died. I was gonna say driver Jamie hits everything with the man. Because he was. Jamie. We had that class, and he never made it. And then yep. I was filming it, and I ended up going and like helping the little fifty riders. Like I, I was like trying to coach them because there was a million people there at that scrubbing dirt right. in Georgia. Did he end there? up even making no, it? No, he he never made it. So it ended up being just me. Just you. Yep. And I remember I filmed for a little bit, and then like the little fifties were struggling, so I went and took them to the little track, right. and I was 
Wow, I was doing that's some right. stand-up drill. He with just him had there. scrubbing dirt last week. Friday. A, oh, look at that. It's yeah. a cool yeah. track. Yeah, it is. How many students did you have? Because that's not that big of a place. No, it was no, like a well, full. We, it was full, but I had an Aaron Plessinger class there one year. That was really <laughs> cool. Yikes, yeah. Yeah, so. But at least then it you, could, worked. you could split them up. Like you could you, split them up, together. but it's still yeah. a small place to try to split people up. Yeah. There's not, you can't cut the track very. Not really. No, because you had like the one spot. He's like, don't cut anywhere else because there's like water lines. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so that one spot, it was right by the kind of tunnel jump. Mm -hmm. Yep. That, that was the one spot to cut. So luckily it was kind of halfway split of the track and that's what we did. But yeah, picture me and Plessinger there with like, I don't know, 50 riders. Yeah, that's crazy. And it, well, especially like the corner that I had was the left-hander or right-hander, depending which way the track goes, way out. Mm -hmm. And so you had mm -hmm. to fit 25 people in that. There's nowhere to get them <laughs> off the on track. The berm. Yeah. You had to like, <laughs> like single outside. file them. Yeah. yeah, it was still a great class, but it just, when the track doesn't allow for you to fit people, oh, that's the worst. Tough. That's yeah. the worst thing. It makes it really hard. Yeah. Uh, wow, that's crazy. Yeah. Okay. So that's a proper origin story then, yeah. Grant. Yeah. Right. Man, well, and cool. then how did you kind of get pulled more into where you are now? I already forget that part. Um. Oh, also, just real quick, a funny story about Dan. For for everyone that knows Dan, we we went out to eat after after Atlanta and we were at like this some weird place with that I forget his name he did the Honda intro that kid uh that YouTuber remember oh Steven Nimberg yes yeah so we went out to eat with them and we were kind of hanging out with them and Dan asked for a for a coke and it was like ten dollars <laughs> and they come out with a Pepsi in a plastic bottle and like he dead serious like looks at it looks up at the waitress and goes can you at least make this look expensive and everyone at our end of the table just started dying laughing and she's like what do you mean and nemo goes a glass he'd like a glass <laughs> no and it was just the funniest thing i've ever seen it was like <laughs> those two oh, are my god there's such a combo those two are a great combo yeah uh yeah and shout out mechanic dan he texted us all yeah said he's missing us extra the, the night of detroit Dance which by the way I text everybody at 7 p.m. Hey, what time's the race on? <laughs> totally <laughs> missed it. Somebody goes, oh, it's just, it just ended. Yeah. And I was like, oh, cool. cool. All right, the race that I was supposed to be at. Yep. Yeah. And now I just don't even know what time it's at. I still haven't met Dan. He's oh, awesome. he's awesome. Did you go it's to Straight Rhythm that year? No, that was oh, just Jackson. Was fun Jackson got the nod, not me. <laughs> <laughs> and so, yeah, now, fortunately or unfortunately, or however you look at it, Grant is now yep. stuck with the Moto Academy team forever. Um, He's stuck. I was I was gonna sh film at Georgia and kind of start being a trainer there, when that yep. that's how that kind of started the, the conversation, um, of like actually working for you, and then um, and then uh, so I guess shortly thereafter you just transitioned. Yeah, pretty quickly. It, it didn't it didn't happen. So then I just started shooting just normally for you more and more and more, and then here I am. Yeah, that's a weird thing as a business owner too, like. So we are, cha-ching, did you hear that? Cha-ching, cha -ching. that's what that was. Class order, yeah. Ooh, let's go. There we go. Hang on, how long do we have on our timer? I here? have my phone completely on silent, but I just have the cha-ching from Shopify on loud. Nice, that's good. Good motivation. Yep, We great. got a, we got a couple a nice minutes until we got to restart the, All right, yeah. restart the timer. Already? Well, it's been 22. Just Holy keep your eyes peeled on it. minutes, yeah, uh, keeping an eye. What the heck was I going to say? Um crazy about how something works with oh, as a business owner yeah it just escalates quick things happen quickly mm -hmm. things happen quickly like we i met nate website not that nate. long ago website nate i remember i had a phone call with him while staying at the point 
Oh. Which, by the way, I guess if we want to do another origin story, we could ask, is he in the shot? <laughs> uh, Doug's head might be in the shot a little bit. Unreal. Hi, Doug. And now Nate is going to come on full time. Oh, sweet. Yeah, like starting, I think, Monday. Can we start calling him Thumbnail Nate so I don't have to do thumbnails thumbnail anymore? Thumbnail sure. Nate? Yeah. You could be Thumbnail Mitchell. What his, what, what's his job? So like, he's going to be in charge of all website stuff, in charge of uh, his ma major folk, especially in the next six weeks is app okay. but he's going to be the head app person he's going to be the app liaison and kind of be in there every day engaging in, in the community but also just there's going to be so much customization in the new platform that he's going to be the guy that's like constantly making tweaks and changes okay. and adding things and making sure it's perfect for the website for the app for all of it designated guy for that that's probably but, important yeah yeah because yeah, we we all end up so busy with our roles that then it's like i will end up checking the website and then be like ah there's something sitting there that was outdated or something that yeah, needs to be changed right. he's going to be full-time he's going to do facebook ads which he's already doing but he'll be doing that full-time uh, and instagram ads he'll be doing all of the email and sms marketing campaigns he's going to set up our crm which is our customer relations, what's the M stand for in CRM? Manage. Management, yes, yep. very good. Yep. <laughs> good. Yep. Uh, cool. So we'll have basically a one platform for all of that and the goal will be like, that will be our task management system. It will be where all, all of our scorecards are so we can, each person has their KPIs and where you guys can kind of input your weekly data into there. It'll be- Hopefully we don't get an F. It'll be, <laughs> it'll be everything, uh -oh. like all in one. <laughs> Which will be really quite nice. That's uh, cool. Yeah. Yep. That'll be that'll be cool. Especially the, the app stuff, like because that the new app shout out whoever's still listening, this is still top secret, but uh, the new app drops it March. 10th. Oh, okay, so I guess that's no longer a secret. Yikes. I, I if they caught secret. that maybe Well, oh, well people in the app know. Okay. Oh. But people outside of the app don't know. Okay, so if good. you're listening to this podcast. I talked to someone in the app at class about Okay, that. yeah, that's so, fine. Okay, good. 25 minutes. Like, uh, yeah, I was like, oops. <laughs> just leaked uh, it. Yeah, 25 minutes in. We're, yeah, we're Mar good. March 10th is the goal. I'm going to make this a podcast clip and just bleep that whole thing out. <laughs> so YouTube's going to be like, what? <laughs> what the? Shout out the chicken that, or whatever that is. Chicken. <laughs> we got chickens flying around. What is that thing? It's a duck. Anyway. Uh, all right, Coach Mitchell, let's intro you. Coach Mitchell, he has been around. Mitch, Mitch Motos. Mitch Motos. Minnesota Mitch. Thank you. Yep. All right, we're back after these short messages, those short messages. Yep. Commercial break. This uh, podcast is sponsored by... Wow. That thing was... He's going pretty quick. Sponsored by the Canadian goose in the pond. <laughs> Imagine an alligator just... <laughs> just a shark comes out of the... I think it took a while to get up. It's probably pretty heavy. Yeah, yeah. like that. Takes a lot of lift. <laughs> Origin story, Coach Mitchell, head coach, origin story. About time. Cue us in. How the heck did that Cue happen? Cue us in. Oh, that's an interesting story. Um, did you just show, can I take a guess? Yeah. Do you know? I know. Okay, um, this is my guess. It was definitely had to have been at Meadow Valley in Minnesota. Mm -hmm. Did you just sign up and attend a class? No, I didn't Okay, I didn't up. think so. Oh, I know this story. Yeah, story's interesting. So. It was at a local, it was, you used to do it after the Pro National. Yep. So on the Monday, after, no. This is a was it Monday? track in Minnesota, yep. right, I'm talking Two miles down the road. road from Millville, which is where the National is. The Minnesota people know that. Yes. Very, very popular. Anyways, 
class there because on Monday. Because all of our listeners are from Minnesota. Yeah, yeah they, they, they almost all of them. Yeah, it's Monday after the Pro National. Uh-huh. Um, there's Sunday the amateur race. So there's an older guy that kind of watched over me riding. And he used to give me like tips and stuff throughout like the weekend. And then he came up to me at the end of that day. He said, hey, I paid for like this Moto Academy class, um, but I broke my collarbone. So I was like, you want to go for me? And I'll like, I'll just let you go. I was like, sure. I'd never been to a class at all before that. That's how it happened? Yeah. That's wild. So wow. I almost didn't meet you. I almost, that Whoa. almost didn't happen. Wow. I could have said no. Because I was like, I don't, don't want to go to that guy. <laughs> I don't know who AJ is. Uh, yeah. Did you know who I was? Was it even Moto Academy yet? Or was it AJ Catanzaro Moto X Academy? Probably. It was Moto X Academy. I have the OG shirt from that time. Lots of OG shirts floating around. Um, yeah. You might remember this because we talked after class. This is kind of like yeah. jumping in the story. But I knew you because your account followed, well, liked some of my posts. Oh. Yeah. So I was like, okay, who is this guy? Because I saw you had a lot of followers. I was oh. like, so I kind of looked, looked into it. And that was before he asked me to go to your class. Wow. So when he asked me, I was like, okay, I kind of know who he is, like a little bit. So I was like, sure. So that's crazy. Yeah. So I, for a short period of time, my brother cued me in on this. There was a program on Instagram that you could have it just like, I think all it did is it just liked people's photos, right? Which is a good strategy. It wasn't following and unfollowing people, which I know that's what people would do back in the day to try to mm -hmm. get followers. They yeah. would like follow a bunch of people and then unfollow them. It would just like people's photos. Mm -hmm. And if you have, I already had like somewhat of a following. I probably yeah. had 20 or 30,000, who knows? Uh, enough to where like people would be interested and be like curious. Yeah. And, and uh, but the thing, it went rogue. <laughs> it went super rogue. So it, it's, it just started liking like, like X-rated photos. It was liking yes. just pictures of girls. You I remember there was a uh, good excuse. Uh, <laughs> yeah. There was a, a super cross privateer guy. I can't, I would say his name if I could remember it. Something Smith, maybe I mean, he was a West coast kid. It wasn't very fast necessarily, but, uh, he might be retired now. He sent me a message, like cussing me out, saying like, go get your own girl, this and that. And I'm like, trying to, at first, like it didn't register. I'm like, what is this guy talking about? And I go, oh, well, okay. Well, mm -hmm. we gotta shut this thing down because- <laughs> Time to turn the program Okay, off. interesting. So would you, <laughs> would you have said yes, had my bot not liked your photo? Probably, because I was always open to like learning yeah. to get better. Because I think I was in B class at the time. It was like 2019, I'm pretty sure. And I was really wanting to like, make a step forward you know and it's kind of the perfect opportunity i was like sure that's like cool. i should i could learn a thing or two and yeah ended up going and then and did i just were you a normal student that whole first day was i using you as examples or anything like that yeah i think you used me as an example i was like the faster one in the class yeah and then um we st dave drakes was there pretty sure the first time okay he uh so then that's when you met dave drakes mm -hmm. as well and started that relationship yep and then we hung out after class Till like the sun went down or something like that. Like we were riding. Sounds romantic. You guys had a romantic. <laughs> yeah. You just rode off into yeah. the sunset. <laughs> I don't remember that detail. Nice sunset. <laughs> no, there's some pictures of I have. I think it's some Instagram. Really? Um, Was Cam there that day? Yep. Yep. We were there for a while, and then. Dang. After that, you came back. Obviously, I've been there every a year. bunch at this yeah. point now. Did you go to to the? Uh, I had. 
somebody fast. Christian, Christian Craig. Craig and I, I think that was before I met you. That was before? Mm -hmm. The oh. year before. Wow. So I had a bunch of buddies that went to that one specifically and I had no idea who you were. How many wow. years ago was that? When you, the first class you went to? 2019. Okay. Yep. Quite a while ago. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. It's amazing how many times I've been to, like, thinking of how many times I've gone to ADK or Meadow Valley. A lot. Yeah. It's just, yeah. I've been doing this for a freaking while. Those okay. are your OG tracks. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of OG tracks now, it yep. feels. <laughs> uh, okay, so that was the first one. And then what? Was it just the following year when I came back? You went to it again? I can't remember. Yeah. Every year after that, I went back. But... Was it like me messaging you saying, hey, would you want to show up and demonstrate it? Or... Yup. The second year you did that, third year, I think I broke my thumb and I asked, I was like, hey, can I just come hang out? And um, we did that. And I think the year after that was when James came with you. James went to Meadow Valley one time? It must have been like this last freezing. summer then, right? No, no, no. Uh, it was freezing when James was there. Oh. Like, was it just James or was I there? No, you were there. Was I wearing mittens? I don't know. Did James, yes, I remember that because James have, was not dressed yeah, appropriately whatsoever. Mm -hmm. Like didn't have a beanie, anything. Oh, and I had a jacket uh, or I had my army jacket, <laughs> a beanie. Somebody gave me mittens. So I was wearing mittens, which by the way, the lady who gave me the mittens saw me in an airport like a year later, no this airport in RSW oh, in really? Naples. Yeah. Crazy. And she comes up and like reintroduces herself. And of course, I don't recognize her at first. And then I, and she goes, oh, yeah, I'm the lady who gave you the mittens. And then it clicked. At Meadow Valley in Minnesota. <laughs> I'm like, huh? No way. That's wild. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, it was like October. Oh, let's oh, go. Another one. Cha-ching. Nice. Nice. Probably DeChambeau. We just, they just announced it. Oh, so. that's going to be sick. Yeah. That one's going to sell out, I bet, very quickly. Uh, shout out. Mm -hmm. DeChambeau, is that how you say it? Yeah. We're booking classes all the time. HR Hannah is just hot and heavy with it. I think she's booking, she's basically doing two to three a week. So if you guys haven't seen a location near you for sale uh, for the 2024 tour, keep checking because we're constantly updating them. Mitchell, Mitchell and I are dividing and conquering. He's got a whole bunch. He's probably doing four to six of them a month. Mm -hmm. I'm doing, it was originally going to be two a month. Well, but now, now. <laughs> have you seen my calendar? Yeah, yeah. It's just filling up. Uh, just yeah. getting greedy over here. Uh, I'm probably doing four, four yeah. a month. Yeah, five a month. DeChambeau is going to be sweet. We're yeah. going to be everywhere. Absolutely everywhere. everywhere. Literally yeah. everywhere. Because with us two covering the, the ground, we're going to be everywhere. Uh, okay, so yeah, you go to a few classes. You start to get tied in with Dave Drakes. Shout out Dave Drakes. Yep. Oh, yeah. Uh, That's another part of the story, actually. Wait. Oh, I Dave Drakes. Say something else. No, no, no. Oh. What? Wait. I can't say. <laughs> can't say i was only gonna say if you knew but can't say now huh. go ahead i'm curious anyways <laughs> you'll have to tell me after we, we can't know at all or is it just not on no podcast? i no i can't uh, okay oh, yeah. we'll wait for that one <laughs> so you I, I remember also you went to a supercross yeah. race so i signed up for the collective experience yep. with dave because okay crazy part is at that time i wanted a job in the motocross industry but i was like but I, you didn't know what no idea i was like maybe a mechanic. So I, was, I went to the collective experience to like, kind of just like get in and see what it was all about. What year was that? Uh, 2020, San Diego, before COVID. These stuff. are great origin wow. stories, by the way. Yeah. So like people listening, this is kind of how you do it. And it's not just the Moto Academy, like a lot of people in the industry, like that's their store. Like, yeah, if you're just trying to get into the industry, just you, it's not going to like happen overnight. You no. just kind of got to. Yeah. 
Get your foot in the door somewhere. Yeah, like yep. even if you don't have a freaking idea, like Mitchell's signing up for the collective experience. And thank God. Thinking no, he might be a mechanic one day. For the yeah. safety of the people in our sport, thank God that didn't happen. <laughs> I, I hated working on bikes. <laughs> and I would yeah, anyway. Yeah, but then crazy. it just, yeah, who knew? And that was what feels like forever ago, mm -hmm. but I guess, what, three years? Yeah, three years. Three years? Still feels like forever though. Yeah, that yeah, that does wild. feel so long ago. So, so you go there. I was your intern. Allie was there that weekend, wasn't she? No. I don't think so, no. Because you were with SGB at the time. <laughs> what race? Uh, San Diego. Oh, was yep. that when it was a flood? No. Oh, all my nope. details it was, are getting yeah, we're, mixed, we're all up. mixed up. Yeah. I don't, it, wow, you went to San Diego one as an intern? Mm -hmm. I remember you guys going to Minneapolis one year. Yep. I guess that was just hanging out. Then we snuck down in the pits. That's right. No credentials. Dave snuck us down there. Oh, I shouldn't say that. Because that wasn't that, that long ago. I was, yeah. on, I was on a Different Honda Dave. for that one. Yep. So that that was probably 2022. Yep. And I think Allie was there for that one. She was. Completely freezing, frozen tundra of Minneapolis, Minnesota. Did you qualify that night? No. No? No, you didn't make it, unfortunately. Hmm. That was That's... before the training started. Okay. 2022, I was like, okay. Just but I doing it. S SGB years is that, when that no was? that no. was my first year honda but where would i have even trained prior to was oh i went to club mx for a couple weeks i oh. think i went to club mx for like two weeks and then just showed up that was to the training cross nice. yeah good training still made mains yeah but only like that. two or three yeah. of them maybe yeah I oh think. yeah cam was there that's when i met cam as well yeah that must At have been he was, he was just starting and then how did you, I think what, what happened, at least from my memory, is that every Meadow Valley class, you kind of basically got put more and more into like, you went from demonstrator to then maybe like I would ask you a question or two or get you involved a little bit. Yep. When was your first time kind of teaching? The last Meadow Valley class that I was at. It was warmer. It wasn't cold that time. So I don't. Not one with Coach James. Nope. Just you. The class wasn't that big either i think it was like 25 maybe which is decent but did you take a group by yourself at all no okay um, so it was just kind of what you had me do is you demonstrated and then i'd talk about it right. as you demonstrated and that was kind of right. like the segue into it the tryout <clears throat> tryout but the problem is like it's a tryout but yeah no idea it's on the honor system yeah, yeah. <laughs> how'd you do oh i killed it <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh. so it went well okay. i guess yeah so he says yeah Nice. Uh, and then, okay, so you did the tryout on the honor system while I'm out there riding and demonstrating. Yep. Showing people how good I am at jumping. And then... <laughs> this guy sucks. <laughs> he doesn't know what he's doing. And then what? Um, after that, there's a break, and then you... That's when the whole uh, Moto Academy Georgia stuff was starting to happen. And then um, you hit me up about being a coach down there. Okay. I was all on board. End of my apartment lease. We're just going <laughs> to send it down there. Yep. And that didn't happen, so I was kind of like, had nothing. Uh -huh. <laughs> Started door dashing. <laughs> you had nothing for it. <laughs> Started you door dashing around my city, um, living at Cameron's parents' place. Cameron's uh -huh. my girlfriend, by the way. People don't know that. Shout um, out. Shout, shout out. out, Cameron. And then the opportunity came up to be a coach, like traveling coach. And that was perfect. So I was like, sick. I was get a new apartment and start traveling and here we are kind of worked so you, out and then you, I, get, I think it was pretty close to the same time that both of you guys yeah, yeah. i think you yeah, were like a week before me yep. in, in the uh in the group chat that's the 
That's when you're in. That's the that's official. When you're in. Yeah. That's when you're in. In fact, driver Jamie had to switch from Android to iPhone when he finally was able initiated into the group chat, but obviously we can't turn the group chat green. No. Oh yeah, because so. he give notifications with every like... Uh, when the group chat's green, I'm out. Yeah, it's never going green. <laughs> so he, I, the day I was like, hey, we'd love to have you in the group chat, but you need an iPhone, he got an iPhone. Oh, Jamie would have had one that day. Yeah, he did. Yeah. He did. Nice. He did. Uh, probably went to like one of those Apple classes where you sit down at the round table and they teach you how to use it. <laughs> yeah. Guaranteed he did one of those. Yep. It's hilarious. Shout out driver Jamie. Oh, that's funny. Wow. Yeah, we have a growing team. Website Nate will be in the group chat. He'll see Moto Academy Mastermind initiation within mm -hmm. the next few days. Then he'll be in a team meeting. Man, those he'll are going to be... Team be meetings. The, the squares of our webcams are getting smaller and smaller. On your phone, they run out of space. How many yeah. can you have in there? On my Mac, I think, oh man, there's not room for many more before <laughs> they get small. We're already like, what, eight, eight deep when everybody's right in there? Yeah. Man. Yeah. When, but I don't foresee too many more hires in the next year, I don't think. I think we're going to need maybe another coach it depends like it's all going to be easier once we have a home base mm -hmm. once we have a home base we can train coaches like yeah. easily yeah and then if you want to travel less or whatever it is or if we want just more classes total which is definitely probably something we'll offer then we can at least train people because it's hard to train people right now like yeah. mitchell's training was just <laughs> your like, flight getting canceled. it was yeah it was oh well yeah but your training prior to that was showing up to a class once a year and then like yeah. him just listening to the way I would teach. So we, I could have somebody come and mirror me for uh, a week at a facility and it would expedite and save us two years of time. That is yeah. true, yeah. But I feel like just watching you like... Uh Man. Cha-ching. Nice. Yeah, 299. Um, so that's, uh, that's Duchambeau just going to sell out in one day here. Um yeah, I feel like watching you enough times, like I'm pretty confident I could teach a class to like, my speed's not up, up there with, with quite with you guys, but like to lower, slower people, I'm, I could easily yep. do it just from. And it's just the biggest, there. most important thing is articulating the information the way that we do it. Mm -hmm. Like it needs to feel the book I'm reading right now. You've been doing a reading by the way? Yeah. Dang, we made it like, Psych what, probably 40 minutes without a, without a book reference? Without a book reference. What, uh, what are you reading? Uh, Psycho Cybernetics. Nice. Yeah, yeah, I feel like you've been reading that for a while. <laughs> I have. He's stuck. Throwing so, stuck on a certain page. Or uh, no, I'll read it on the plane. But sometimes I just like. You told us on the car ride down you sleep all the time. I the do. Plane. Does Most reading make you fall asleep? No. Oh, okay. But if I'm not tired, then I'll read. Got it. Um, but sometimes I'm just not in the mood to read. You know, like I'll yeah. be sitting there, I might kind of have a headache, yeah, and I'm like, I feel I'm that. Gotta yeah. pull out a book right now. Totally. But I'm getting close. Getting close to the end. Okay. And thoughts? I like it. Yeah. It kind of pertains to like my everyday life, honestly. So uh, definitely, definitely. There's another one that I just read or am just about finished with. It's called The Genie Within that, um, shout out Baugh328 recommended okay. it. And it's even a more dumbed down version of Psycho-Cybernetics. It is so easy to understand, but it just does a good job of like subconscious, conscious and explaining the two using analogies and like making it really easy to understand. That book's for the it. cool thing is my book that I got, I don't know if yours is the same way, but <clears throat> after every chapter it has like lines you can write down oh, what does you it? learn from no, it. No, mine doesn't have that. So like, it's nice because I can cool. kind of reflect on the chapter so I know mm -hmm. what I read. So it's not like mm -hmm. I'm just like... Yeah, Psycho, Psycho yeah. Cybernetics, yeah. 
Cyber... It's tough to say. Psycho-Cybernetics mm-hmm. is a great one. What was I just going to talk about? I did something in a great in a book I just read. Um, something about articulating, maybe? I don't know. Oh, yeah. it was talking about uh, franchising, and it was, it was using McDonald's as the reference and how McDonald's... Shout out McDonald's. Shout out McDonald's. Yes. It created a fuck. franchise model in that, like, it, it, it focused on creating uh, such a system that, like, any dummy could pick up, and it was just so thorough and consistent. And the, the, the concept was, like, we want McDonald's to feel consistent all around the world yeah so like just if if you die or if you sell it like it's still yeah. gonna be the same moto academy which is what a franchise that's what yeah. franchising yeah. is essentially but it's like they, they were using mcdonald's as like the um, pinnacle yeah yep Makes so sense. and that's what i want to do is i want to create like it's not rocket science it really just takes somebody that's charismatic and good with people mm-hmm. has good technique on the bike themselves mm-hmm. obviously and just knows it well enough and all it takes to know it well enough is just be surrounded by it all the time cam yeah. would always use those the reference of like i've edited and it was it was uh, like evident cam went to so many classes and filmed so much riding that he got a hundred times better at riding True. over the yeah. course of the four whatever how many years he worked for me and he didn't ride that much no that's awesome he was just watching it mm-hmm and I'm sure Cam could go and teach a class. Driver Jamie could go teach a class. But you, Tony, Tony, could go teach a class yeah. already. Like it doesn't take long before you can, you start to get all the information. I've gotten a couple compliments about my personal technique has gotten better since I started oh. coaching. Yeah, there's been a couple things where like I would obviously mess up on you. No one's ever perfect, but yeah, like now more like muscle memory you know the more mm-hmm. you talk about it the more you do it it's like it just comes more natural well and there's stages like eventually you get to and you're probably cresting that now like you get to like assimilation where you you understand it so thoroughly mm-hmm. that you it becomes your own in that you can then kind of be creative within it yeah and i think that was that was kind of coach james's issue with the timing of when he left he hadn't reached that point mm-hmm. yet so it was like it was it was it was me still yeah uh and listening to his stuff now when i see his clips pop up i think he's already getting to the point where he's starting to get beyond that which Mm -hmm. is great just takes time yeah like i think for me at the beginning i would use terms that like rhino would use or Mm -hmm. other instructors would use that i would hear and so you kind of use those as guidelines to sort of build the way that you would teach and then you can create your own style but for especially if you're working within moto academy should be pretty similar yeah um, yeah. Are we gonna go live? I think that's a good yeah, idea. We could, we could go live. All right, we're going live in the app. We'll see if it works. We'll see if it works. Bad idea. Be a notification. Yep, we're live. We're, we're live. Yeah. Podcast yep. queue. We're gonna we're gonna check the check the record time real quick. How we doing? Still got a good nine minutes left. Eight minutes maybe. Okay, we're live says there's a couple hundred people in here. Hunter 01 with the whole shot. Not not Silky Mitts this time. Ooh. Huge whole shot, too. No one in Sean in second. Sealer 997 with the podium. Ball 328. Am we I got Coach camera? Mitchell to our left. We got Grant. Still doesn't have a nickname to our right. I'm just Grant. Arven's no in the nickname. chat. CMX 214. Bruno 201. Dawson 401. Shaken Blake. 
comments are coming in slow, so we might not have very good service. We got Doug over here. He's got a lot of yo's. We got Tony in the background, working on the computer, working on the app. Shout out S. Peterson. Speaking of pilots, we got some pilots in the Moto Academy app. Set up a little. Joe Sherman or Josh Herman, still unsure. Mike and Andrew, Jeff488. Last place start, sleeping on the gate. Jeff is just sleeping on the gate today. Bull 786 in here. Uh, okay, so we are, if you're hopping into this live stream, first of all, welcome. Oh, we got Ralph Eckhart in the chat. We got Mr. Eckhart in the chat. Oh, wow. hi, Dad. <laughs> um, we're podcasting. So we're, we are mid-podcast right now. We're going to do a little Q&A. So what I want you guys to do, if you can, oh, that will come in handy, huh? is uh, send through questions if you have them. Speaking of which, podcast questions, shout out. Grant nickname options, G-Block, Pork Chop. G-Block, Pork Chop. <laughs> Tony calls me Fatty all the time. He's like, what's up, Fatty? <laughs> I like it. Uh, wait, can you oh. go vertical with that thing? Yeah. Taco Tuesday for Shake and Blake. Shout out. Taco Tuesday. That sounds good right now. I'm starving. Nice. There we go. Okay. This is pretty. Oh, okay. Oh, All right. Oh. Okay. Uh, well, so if you guys have questions you can, can ask. Lower it? I just disclosed to the podcast about 30 minutes in that we have a new app coming. This is. We're putting a, we're putting a tripod <laughs> in, in a fire. Hang in on, a lower. solo stove. We need a. Okay. Oh, boy. We might have to, honestly, we might have to, oh, ditch that. Yeah, Is that, that any better? If it'll stay. You, you, you guys will just have to help me read the, the things. My eyes are bad. Can you guys hear us and see us, by the way? Uh, oh, we got questions rolling in already. Difference between cable and hydraulic clutch. Oh, okay. Good one. What, what is your preference? Oh, my preference. That's tough because KTMs I don't like. Hydraulic. Hondas yeah, are good. Honda 450 I love. Um, I would actually prefer the Honda hydraulic over the any other cable. Really? Same. Yeah. What about I, you? I like cables. Okay. Have you ridden the? Have you ridden my Honda 450? No, yet? I have never used a Honda um, hydraulic clutch. It's quite nice. Do yeah. you have to adjust the lighting on that, or should it be fine? Um. Yeah, I'll, next time I reset it, I'll, I'll bump it up a little bit brighter. Uh, the it difference, what I will kind of... say is like, I, the, the cables in the new bikes are typically pretty good. Like yeah. they feel nice, mm -hmm. but the hydraulic on the Honda is so good. Can't beat it. Uh, so good. I rode the new Yamaha, still cable. Yeah. That felt good, but it's yeah. obviously new as well. So yeah. I feel like. Yeah, that, I think that's the biggest difference is like when you put time. <laughs> When you put time on a cable, mm -hmm. it starts to feel kind of crappy yep, quickly. Definitely. Like really quickly. Good question. Mike and Andrew, how do you stay calm on the racetrack? Grant, how do you stay calm on the racetrack? I, I don't think about... Should actually, you guys be in the shot, by the way? or Because it's just possible? aimed at me and you guys are talking. Should we get closer? Group and tighter here. Um, okay. Be like... I'm still, still not in, not the, in shot. the shot. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're way in there. Um, Back uh, it up, maybe. We can. Does this thing move? 
I could. That's heavy. We can back up. I can re Oops. Oh boy. Yeah. Here, just back up the chairs a little bit, I guess. Now we're out of the frame of the now camera. Now we're gonna be out of focus on the camera. Still not in the shot. Oh, Grant's got a head. He's he's in here. Half in here. Staying calm in a race. What do you do? He doesn't. You're gonna be scared. To the whole well, like on the start line into the first corner, you should be. Do you get nervous on the start line, like sitting there? No, not. Oh, really? No. The the only time I've been scared in probably like the last two years was not even the actual race, was just qualifying of the mm. Canadian National. Was that the most nervous you've been? Uh, yeah, ever on the track because it was also it was a mud race. We got no free practice, so the first practice was timed, and there was like new, the track was new. Look at that. Does that help yeah, a little, a little bit? bit? No, it definitely can't read it. Yeah. Well, uh, um, I well, used to get so nervous. I, yeah. I remember my first arena cross race. Well, I was 15 years old, and I was so nervous I couldn't stand up. Really? Like, I had to. That's, I've had that before. That can't be yes. healthy. Or like my legs are just like trembling, how do you, shaking. How yeah. do you like let yourself get to that, like that scared mentally? Like, Dude, who knows? Overthinking. You can't just block it out. I was such a, I had such a weak mind then, it was insane. But I remember being in my first arena cross race, pro arena cross race, I was in fourth place. And about two laps into the race, it like hit me that I was in fourth place. And like, so I just started thinking. And yeah, my legs got so weak that I had to seat bounce everything and <laughs> I had to seat bounce into the whoops. So I had to use the first, which kind of makes sense in arena cross because mm -hmm. you come out of that flat corner anyhow, but I would come out of the corner and I'd have to stay sitting because I would have to seat bounce myself into a standing position because my legs were so weak that I couldn't stand. Wow. It was insane. And I also felt like I didn't know if I was gonna crap my pants or throw up. <laughs> a little bit of that can bad? be healthy. No. Yeah, I feel like on the line is when I'm most nervous because like you're thinking about all the possibilities throughout the race, but once the gate drops, it's a little bit different. But I feel like you got to study like trying to get in the right mental state on the line specifically. Yeah. yeah. When you're sitting oh. there, you got to know how to like, oh, get I, into oh. the right. I would play out all of the things. <laughs> yeah. And I like I would I remember reading a book by Jeremy McGrath and I think it talked about visualization maybe at some point in it. Like it just like kind of briefly touched on it. Yeah. So in my head, I'm like, oh, well, Jeremy McGrath visualized. Like, I got to be visualizing. But I, nobody ever taught me how to do it. So what then I would, visualize? I would be on the line trying to visualize, and it would always go bad. It would be me, like, getting the whole shot and then just flying off the track or crashing or getting taken out. or. That's definitely worse than just not picturing anything at all. Totally. Way worse. Um, um, uh, Silky Mets, what was his question again? Still, oh, something you, about it, if you had a... Okay. I think we're still I'll good. It. Something about beating a video game. I think it was if if you had to sit in one spot no, and, and beat a video game before you could like go do anything in real life. No, he says if you're stuck in a video game okay. and you had to uh, beat it to get back to the real world, what game would you pick? You had to beat it, so it's got to be a story mode video game. GTA. <laughs> oh God. Uh, I was gonna say Reflex, but that's not a story mode video game. No. It's just you, the best video game that I'm good at. Yeah, you. Well, it might count go through and play like the career mode yeah sure have to it'd beat be it though it'd be but you reflex. can't really die though it's like you just keep but, going through the career yeah like, it, would you have to beat it on like all-star mode so you'd be racing like peak james stewart 
times oh, 10 people. But that's easy. All-star? Wait, was all-star mode the fastest in I reflex? Mean, I think so. Because whatever it was, it was easy. You'd lap them. Yeah, true. Reflex was the best. Yeah, What's your yeah. favorite dirt bike video game? I would say reflex. But really? now, actually, uh, MX Bikes. MX Bikes? MX Bikes? Yeah, it's, it's like a PC game. Yeah, I'm... I'm more of an MX simulator type of What's guy. What's MX bikes? Is it like MX it's, simulator? Yeah, but, but it's easier. Yeah, I guess. But at the same time, it looks better, I oh, think. Wow. Yeah, the first person looks better. S simulator it is It looks like, goofy in third person. Huh. Yeah. I don't know. There's, there's pros and cons to both. But they're both PC games that you can't, can't play on console. Yeah. Um, oh, the, oh, the, the local guys want a, a class at, at uh, Camp No Mercy. It's like close to Cam. I think he tried to get you to go there before. Yeah, yeah. maybe uh, Mitchell could probably go there. Where is uh, this? It's like know. a backyard, not a backyard track. It's like a, it's a public track, but it's like in the woods. Not a lot of people know about it in upstate New York. Okay. Super cool. Uh, what was the question about the first turn? What do I think about the first turn situation? Yeah. Was that a question in there? Um, something but, no. Okay. I don't know. If it wasn't, I'd want to talk about the first turn. <laughs> yeah, it'd be a good podcast. <laughs> that was on your mind. It was, yeah. yeah shout, uh, out shout out Cameron McAdoo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, the first turn crash. Yeah, that's Cam here. Yeah. Cameron Sackadoo. Cameron Sackadoo. <laughs> oh, that's good. Didn't hear about the Sackadoo situation until Allie found it and showed me. So, shout out Allie Cat. Don't know how she stumbled across the Sackadoo. Showing up on the females' feeds. Yeah, must yeah. be. <laughs> so, one thing that I noticed, though, was thinking about this in the shower last night. Is that not Sackadoo, but about <laughs> just the first turn yeah. in 250 class. Have you noticed that at every first round of a 250 race, so if it's, if it's A1 or if it's East Coast first round, there's always a first turn pileup. Think about it. Yeah. Like if you go to all the first rounds of the 250 race, there's, I think, there's almost always a freaking pileup in the heat races, in the main events, because people are just so yeah. amped. So, no one wants to let off. So amped. Yeah. I remember my first ever Supercross was at Houston in 2011. I was on a stock Honda. I showed up not thinking I would make the night show. I ended up qualifying 16th in time qualifying somehow. And so I have a gate pick on the far inside in the heat race. And... For some reason, at age 16 years old, I like thought about it enough to be like, hmm, if everybody's half exci as excited as I am right now, like they're all going to overshoot this first turn. Mm. And it was a short start straight. It was like one of those where it came at the stadium sideways. So it was like horizontal on the football stadium. Yeah. Long way. yeah. And, and then went into a 90. Oh, so it's like yikes. just asking for yeah. everybody to just overshoot it and fly off the track. Yeah. So in my 16 year old head, I give myself props to this. I'm like, they're they're all overshooting this turn. Yeah. So I just picked the far, far inside gate in the heat race, get a decent jump, but then just slow down. And I let everybody literally fly off the track. I come out like third place. Yeah. End up transferring straight through into the main. In the main event, I have the option, line up right next to Barsha on the far, far inside. I think Barsha's to my right. And in my head, I'm like, all right, same situation. And I have Barsha right next to yeah. me. Like he's definitely gonna make everybody go right off the track. Yeah. And sure enough, I just kind of hang to the inside. Everybody pile-ups goes off the track, and I come out, like, in fourth or fifth in the main event out of the what first What do I do thing. now? Oh, yeah, <laughs> big time. Strategies. What do I do now moment. Yeah. But that's sweet. kind of what you saw at Detroit this last weekend. Definitely. Is it was who caused that whole pileup? Um, <laughs> one of the Cowie guys, Hammaker. Hammaker, yeah. yeah. 
he had two bikes on either side of him. I want to say it was the KTM and it was, I, I don't know if it was Deegan or who it was, but he had two people basically have a wheel on him. And then he tried to charge back up through them. Yeah. And it's like, you got to know when somebody's got a handlebar on you. You can't just try to go charging back through their handlebar. I mean, if somebody's got a bar on you, a wheel on you you're, to start, you can't really do anything, right? No, you're, you're going to make yourself crash. Like it's do you try to go back obvious. through them? Do no. you try to go back through them? No. I wasn't listening. Like if somebody gets a jump on you, or they don't even get a jump on you, but they're, you know, they shift third and they kind of get that little wheel on you. Yep. Will you then make an attempt to try to go back through that, shoot that gap? I don't think so. No, you can't. Depending on the situation. You, 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 you can't. You can't. No. You're, I don't. You're just asking to like get your, hit your bars on their elbow or something. At the end of the day, would you rather have a terrible first turn crash or would you back off and then... Yeah, I've always been guilty though of backing, backing off, off too soon. soon. Yeah. That's... Yeah. That's probably... To where it feels right and then I watch it back on film like, oh my God, I bled yeah. off halfway down that start. For some reason, I'm decent at navigating through first turn yeah. chaos. Like, even if I get a bad start, I can, like, work my way to, like, get I, out front or, like, I pretty close to out front. I feel like, yeah, I, that, it's, it's definitely, like, an art form to kind of know, like, like, you can kind of see when a gap's going to open up yeah. or, like, be able to tell where someone's going to go in a corner. Like, you can kind of dip yeah, inside or outside. Yeah, so fun. Yeah, I've had a few helps. of, like, the, you know, you get lined way outside mm -hmm. and then you just go, stop, and try to do the old cut under trick. Yeah. I did it at Minio's one year in the Supercross track when you turn right into the first mm -hmm. turn. I was all the way outside gate. I kind of like balked the start, cut all the way down in, and I legitimately came out first. I got the whole shot. <laughs> Dang, that's a tough one to do. <laughs> oh, yeah, it was incredible. Execute, yeah. And I did it last year at whatever the first round was. I remember, I remember watching it, it on TV. Flawlessly. Like, yeah, some of the LCQs, you're just like, we're looking for you. Sometimes it, it doesn't work at all. Yeah, no, sometimes, sometimes it wouldn't work, but we'd be like, all right, let's try and find AJ on the LCQ, and we'd just wait for whoever was dead last coming across, <laughs> and then like, ending up like a pack like that's aj yeah. it worked <laughs> yeah usually it works you could cut yeah. off half the pack yeah you had a good question we'll do uh, a couple more questions here sorry app people but it's getting dark i'm getting cold i'm the, hungry Same. the poor podcast is hopefully <laughs> yeah. i got it as bright as i can so hopefully by the way for those of you in the app friendly reminder i think i've been dropping this kind of these hints we've got a brand new app coming it's coming in four weeks time if you're in the app now, you are going to qualify for, you're going to be an OG. You're, you guys are OGs in my mind, so you're going to get an OG badge. We're going to have fully customizable badges for the new app, but the OG one will be limited to only people that migrate from this app to the new one. So if you're listening, if you're listening this deep in the podcast, I guess you deserve to, to hear this little tip. Get inside this app so you could qualify for your OG badge. So when we get the then when you get the that's, new app. That's a good plug. Yeah. Because yeah. it's kind of cool. Yeah. I mean, once we give out those OG badges, nobody can ever earn one ever again. So. That's sweet. All right, another question. What are a couple things to get more traction on a hard pack rough track, I would assume? All right, Mitchell, what do you say? There's for, I, one thing comes to my mind. To gain more traction? Yeah. Um, Technique-wise. Oh, technique-wise. I would say... Hmm. I would say applying more weight into the foot pegs to like keep your butt off the seat a little bit. I don't know if that. Oh, would when help. you're sitting, you're yeah. Thinking? Okay. Standing. Yep. What What was yours? Well, when you're standing, what would you want to do to get more traction? Sink the heels. Mm -hmm. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, got that right. Sink um, those heels. Giving them quiz. We're, we're quizzing them. <laughs> One other thing. I don't know if this is smart, but a little bit of less tire pressure. Yeah. 
just not. What do you guys too, run for tire pressure, yeah. by the way? In the chat, let us know. What do you run? What do I? I run 12.5. I'm, I'm a 12.5, 12.5 guy. Yep, myself. same. I think on Pirellis, you're supposed to run something different. More. Because of the, yeah. I think more. I don't know all the details. But Dunlops, I run 12.5 front, 12.5 rear. Um, all right, yeah, we'll take one or two more questions and we'll wrap it up. By the way, guess what? Shout out driver Jamie, the van, the litter box gets here tonight. Yeah. So we will be podcasting tomorrow back in the podcast studio inside of the van. Shout out Custom Upfits. They fully tore it apart and rebuilt it because we sprung a leak. We sprung a leak. Hopefully oh, it's still, it's like good for podcasting. I hope so. I'm, I, yeah, I mean, if nothing else, I took pictures of exactly how it was so we can put it back to how it was. I'm just hoping that they did it right. Close. Yeah. We're, I'm not into suck. pulling an all-nighter tonight trying to rebuild the podcast studio. Suck. Yeah. All right, we got our Vans. Shout out, our Vans. If you had to pick one bike to ride for the rest of your life, what would it be? Oh, AJ goes, start. That, one is, that one's <laughs> no, tough. That, no, no that it's it not, It couldn't actually. be a start because if you had to ride it for like a full day on the trail, you'd Well, I also, I SOL. get, sometimes, at least currently, I get, the the start can get boring sometimes. Yeah. And it, it totally depends on the track also. The. Hmm. I know what mine would be right away. Oh, what? It'd be a 252 stroke. Uh, probably a KTM, but with us like spring converted forks because I can't stand air forks like the KTM air forks. And that would be your go to bike. You have to pick one stroke. for the rest of your life. Yep, yep. Just a steel frame, mm. 252 stroke with mint suspension. Okay, that's tough. Mitchell? Since I've been riding them recently, I think a Austrian brand 350, so. KTM, Ooh, that's not a bad mm. Husky, yeah. Gas Gas. I mean, I haven't really ridden a Gas Gas, but the 350s can't go wrong. Plenty what of power. What about the KTM 300 two-strokes? Well, I've, I've ridden them. One. Uh, that, you might want to choose that. They're good, one. but I'm not that, a two-stroke guy. It's, yeah. it's just not the way. I, yeah. I, I, I could have this conversation all day long, and I'll keep saying, ooh, I love that bike. It's too hard to choose. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it's it really too is. hard to choose. That's why I was having this conversation with somebody the other day. Uh, once we went, Tony, any updates on the uh, Stark situation? Okay. No, we so sent a text to Thunder like 45 minutes ago just for the, for the we, podcast uh, so they can hear We're that. getting, yeah. Stark is sending us three bikes. Is something going on in the middle of that camera? Is that fine? Uh, yeah. Is that it's, 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 uh, like. The, the how light or dark it is and it's trying to pick up some light so stark Sorry, is sending three bikes which shout is out stark. sick that's awesome shout out stark that's going to be fun oh by the way you should see the seat covers we got the uh, guts seat oh. covers with the moto academy pack. Dude, i can't wait to see those so that's going to look cool I need one of them. talon sending wheels uh what else we got graphics coming i got horns we got three horns I, yeah I'm just gonna sneak one home. So we're we'll gonna start. we're gonna have some cool things yeah. on these bikes. It's coming home with me. Uh, so in like I'm just like picturing my Connecticut house this summer. I'm gonna have a Stark. I'm gonna have the fully rebu rebuilt KDX 200, yes. which is sick. I'm gonna have my race bike 250F because mm -hmm. we're I think uh, Jamie. Well, no, he didn't grab it, but I have it somewhere. It's I have the, the Honda 250F somewhere. It's on the planet. Mechanic Earth. Dan. I've got my Honda 450. And I've got my straight rhythm bike. Mm -hmm. 
So okay. I've got like all and, the things. Really, I just need a 252 stroke or a 300 maybe. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I've got a sick, that sick custom built Italy bike. I've got the KDX 200 for the little wood stuff. You'll probably have my Grom until I pick that up. The Grom? <laughs> yeah, I'm going to have all the bikes. It's cool. I'm like that old vet guy that just has. Our he's not fast and it annoys everybody, but he's just got all the bikes. The sickest lineup of bikes. And the sickest van. So mm -hmm. I'm just that you guy. You do now. have the sickest van. Are, <laughs> are you going to have all three bikes in Connecticut with you? Yeah. I don't. Probably. I mean, I guess maybe maybe two when I bring one up for the local crowd to try. Well, that's the thing is the whole idea is we want two of those bikes to be sort of like our demos to uh -huh. where we get people on them as frequently as possible. So I think that those will just probably would, they need to be where a camera is. Would it would it be possible like if I grabbed one and brought it to the like shout out Jim and Jim and my dad, they could, they yeah, could be on I a Moto so. Academy vet reaction video? I think so. Yeah, like if you took it and brought it to New York for a week and then yeah, came back and, and dropped it back, it back off. off to you, yeah, yeah, I think so. I think so. That'd be cool. Okay, well, that's it. That was Sorry fun. we didn't answer barely anybody's questions. But, uh, yeah, stay tuned. I'm going to update you guys on when the app gets a little closer to being released and how you guys can switch over to the new one, which is going to be super, super exciting. You guys will automatically keep the you'll be grandfathered in at the price that you're at. So I know there's some of you that are at OG OG pricing, I think at $15. So we gotta figure out who those people are. I don't know how the heck we're gonna do that. And the rest of you guys would be at $22.50 a month, still considering you guys OGs, but you're gonna be locked in at your current pricing and uh, you'll have OG badges. Tentatively speaking, the three tiers that we'll have, just giving away all of our secrets, will be <laughs> We'll have the community tier. This won't matter to you guys, but I guess just so you know how it's going to work for everybody else. We'll have the $9.99 community tier. We'll have a $49.99 curriculum tier, which is where you have access to all the master classes and the instructional content. And then we'll have the $99.99 mastermind tier, which will, we're going to be implementing like a ton of Basically, we're going to try to make it so we can be daily live streaming in here. We're going to be using OBS to live stream. So we'll have a mastermind group, which you guys will be a part of the community, the curriculum, and the mastermind being OG status. You'll have full access to the new app. And we're going to just live stream all the time. We'll have a live stream set up at the new facility, Oopsie Daisy. We'll have a live stream set up um, in the van probably get Starlink for the van and just have that set up so we can do live streams out of there. And we'll just plan to just be like, you know who I've been watching a lot of? Gary V. Do you know who that Motivational is? Motivational Gary V. Yeah, but Gary V is like huge, huge, huge into all things social media, which I didn't realize mm -hmm. until just recently, but he's like the social media visionary of like, you know, six years ago, he was preaching TikTok. Like he's yeah. on these he's things like, early days. The code. Yeah. And so I've been listening and watching to a lot of his stuff. He literally, like as he has his daily meetings throughout the day, he Twitch streams all day long on mute because his oh, meetings are like high level important, important business meetings, but people want to watch and be a part of it so bad that they just join to watch a muted Twitch stream. No way. That's crazy. Isn't that crazy? But we then should... he'll unmute it and like kind of play to the audience quickly. And mm -hmm. yeah, but we it could, just like... shows the value in like having a, a a live stream going yeah. all the time so people can and i think the new app will also have a chat box 
like so a live. They'll be able to like a Discord type thing. Yeah. Even though yeah. I still don't know what Discord is, but they'll be you, these guys will be able to go in like that one night for Twelve Days of Christmas where I ended the live stream but didn't end the live stream. And you were just and then they were all just hanging shooting out. past. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, we could like stream the the team meetings on mute, so you could just see Jackson sleeping in the corner. <laughs> <laughs> well, the team meetings. Almost could be a part of the mastermind because that, that, that's kind of the idea is like for the mastermind tier, I want to be able to pull people in to a lot of the business and entrepreneurial talk. I don't know if it's a good idea to have them on our team meetings, but sometimes it goes unhinged. We would <laughs> and just talk about releasing all of our secrets. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, okay, cool. Moto Academy podcast. Thank you guys for asking questions. Shout out. Moto Academy app. Thank you guys for being in the app. I don't know. Uh, Shout out to I'm, the live stream. I'm sure you guys can't see us anymore on there. But, but yeah, thanks for listening. Dope. That was fun. Thanks for watching. We did. Uh, you guys missed it in the live stream. We did the origin story of Coach Mitchell, and we kind of elaborated on the origin story of Grant. So that episode, I'm sure, will drop next week. Monday. Monday? Monday. This episode will come out Monday. Hopefully. Sweet. Sweet. Okay. All right, Moto Academy, number one podcast in motocross. Doodles, balloons, unreal. See you guys.